0: Hello, this is Supriti from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 21st of December. India reported 5,326 new coronavirus cases and 453 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The Health Ministry said today that the country has at least 200 cases of the Omicron variant. Maharashtra and Delhi have the highest number of Omicron cases, at 54 each, followed by Telangana with 20 and Karnataka with 19 cases. Odisha detected the first two cases of COVID-19 due to the Omicron variant of coronavirus in the state today. Health department officials said that a 41-year-old man who had returned from Nigeria and a 43-year-old man who had returned from Qatar were the ones infected. Union Health Minister Mansukh Mandvia told Parliament yesterday that the effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines available in India against the Omicron variant will be known within a week when the results of a related study are published. Lok Sabha MP Kunbar Danish Ali, who attended Parliament yesterday, said he had tested positive for COVID-19. The BSP leader added that he is fully vaccinated and urged people who had come in contact with him to isolate themselves. In another development, Indian Express reported that Bharat Biotech has sought approval from the drug controller general of India to conduct a phase 3 study for its intranasal COVID-19 vaccine as a booster dose on participants vaccinated with Covishield or Covaxin. AFP reported that the Omicron variant of coronavirus has now become the dominant strain of the virus in the United States, as per health authorities. The country's Centre for Disease Control and Prevention said that the variant accounted for 73.2% of coronavirus infections in the past week till Saturday. However, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said on Monday that President Joe Biden is not planning on locking the country down. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 275 million people and caused more than 5.3 million deaths, according to Johns Hopkins University. The India Meteorological Department has predicted cold to severe cold wave conditions over Central, North and East India in the next two days, following which a relief is likely. Indian Express reported today, cold wave conditions are likely to persist in parts of Punjab, Haryana, Delhi and Rajasthan. Ground frost has also been reported from parts of the country, particularly east and west Rajasthan. Delhi grappled with a cold wave today as the minimum temperature at the Savdurjang Observatory, which is considered the official marker for the capital city, settled at 4 degrees Celsius, four notches below normal. Visibility will continue to remain affected as dense fog conditions are expected at isolated places in Punjab, Haryana and parts of Rajasthan. Indian Express reported today that Shiromani Akali Dal's General Secretary, Bikram Singh Majithia was booked in a drugs case yesterday. This comes weeks ahead of the Assembly elections in Punjab. The Punjab Bureau of Investigation at the state's special operations cell police station in Mohali registered the case under sections of the Narcotics, Drugs and Psychotropic Substances Act. The Congress and other political parties had been accusing Majithia of links with the drug racket in Punjab. However, both Majithia and his party have refuted the charges. In 2018, the Chief of Punjab's Anti Drug Special Task Force, Harpreet Singh Sidhu, had submitted a report on the drug racket in the state on the instructions of the Punjab and Haryana High Court, Indian Express reported. However, the report is yet to be made public. In a related matter, yesterday the Punjab police registered a case over the leak of a note allegedly written by the Bureau of Investigations Director, S.K. Asthana, to the then officiating Punjab DGP, Iqbal Preet Singh, Sahota. Scroll reported, in the note, Asthana allegedly expresses his inability to register a case against Majithya, citing that the S T F report was with the Punjab and Haryana High Court and the case was subjudice. Since he sent the note, Astana has been on medical leave. Welcoming the development, Punjab Congress Chief Navjot Singh Sidhu wrote in a series of tweets today, and I quote, After 5.5 years of fight against corrupt system run by Badal family and captain, and delay of four years without action taken on ED and STF report against Majithia, finally now, after pushing for credible officers in positions of power and influence, first step has been taken. End quote. Parliament is now in its final days of the winter session this year, amid a ruckus by opposition MPs in both Lok Sabha and Sabha. While Sabha MPs are demanding the rollback of the suspension of 12 opposition members of the Upper House, members of the Lok Sabha have been demanding a discussion on the Lakhimpur Kheri violence case, in which the son of the Union Minister of State Ajay Mishra Teni is a prime accused. Hindustan Times reported today. Today, the Electoral Reforms Bill was passed by a voice vote in the Sabha, which proposes to link Aadhaar to voter ID. Union Cabinet Minister for Women and Child Development, Smriti Rani, moved the Prohibition of Child Marriage Amendment Bill. The winter session of Parliament is set to conclude on December 23rd. Listeners, last month, the Praja Foundation found that 99% of POXO cases in courts were pending trial in 2020. It said that while there has been a dip in crimes against children in Delhi in 2020, the pendency of such cases in courts was at an all-time high. My colleague Diksha Munjal has worked on an in-depth report looking at the 9,000 cases currently pending in 29 POXO special courts in Delhi. Her ground report has revealed that only 56 judgments were passed in 2020. It is titled, Delhi's Fast Track boxo Courts, A Vicious Cycle of Delays, Pendency and Trauma for Child Victims. This report is behind the paywall, which means you have to be a paying subscriber to read it. So do support our work and pay to keep news free. While you're on our website, you can also check out other reports that are not behind the paywall, such as one by Prati Goyal about Chhattisgarh's displaced Adivasis. Telangana doesn't recognise them as scheduled tribes and Chhattisgarh has shown apathy towards their rehabilitation. Pratik's report is titled, Strangers in a Strange Land. Chhattisgarh's displaced adivasis in Telangana have nowhere to go. While rejecting a plea seeking removal of Prime Minister Narendra Modi's photograph from COVID-19 vaccination certificates, the Kerala High Court observed that citizens are duty-bound to respect the Prime Minister. Live Law reported. Justice P. V. Kunhikrishnan remarked, and I quote, The people elect the eligible persons among them and send them to parliament and the majority party will select their leader and he will be our honourable Prime Minister for five years. Till the next general election, he will be the Prime Minister of India. Therefore, according to me, it is the duty of citizens to respect the Prime Minister of India. And of course, they can defer on the policies of the government and even the political stand of the Prime Minister. End quote. The writ petition was dismissed and a fine of 1 lakh rupees is to be paid by the petitioner to the Kerala State Legal Services Authority within six weeks. The court was adjudicating upon a plea filed by a senior citizen and an RTI activist who was aggrieved by his vaccination certificate, bearing the photograph of the Prime Minister. The petitioner had argued that the photograph of the Prime Minister in his vaccination certificate is an intrusion to his privacy. At least 14 people have died and tens of thousands displaced following one of the worst floods Malaysia has seen in decades, BBC reported. Three days of torrential rain over the weekend caused severe flooding in eight states, partially submerging towns and villages in water. The Malaysian government has come under fierce criticism over its delayed response, with many complaining that little warning was given by authorities and rescue efforts were too slow. Two of the country's largest political parties had proceeded with the annual meetings even as floodwaters rose in Selangor. As of Monday, an estimated 51,000 people have been evacuated from their homes. Most of them were from Pahang on the eastern coast of Malaysia, one of the worst-hit states. Images on social media showed parts of downtown Kuala Lumpur submerged over the weekend in water levels that have not been seen since a massive flood in 1971. Officials said they were also looking for a possible surge in COVID-19 cases as thousands of people have gathered in temporary shelters. However, in some reassuring news, the rains had largely eased by Monday and some residents returned to their damaged homes as floodwaters receded. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow.